Welcome to Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Ryan. Welcome to another report to your constituents. This last election cycle was one of the most concerning events in our country in my lifetime in that we've had people that just don't trust what happened. You have uh, fraud and forensic investigation legislation that you have been championing, and we need to take a look at what a real audit of elections looks like, what it needs to look like to bring trust back to the system. Frank, where do we stand with this, and how do we approach this so that everybody knows it's above board? Chuck, House Bill 117, the fraud and forensic capability for the Auditor General, is, I think, one of the more important bills that we can be dealing with in the next few months in Harrisburg. The issue about a forensic investigation has come up once again because of the 2020 election. And I think my views on this have been fairly specific and directed. But as a CPA, what's important for me to help everyone be aware of is what a fraud and forensic investigation does and how that whole system works. Because what's really important where you look at forensic and fraud capability is the ability from an investigative perspective to be able to preserve evidence, to be able to ensure that you've got a prosecutable case once that information comes to pass and once you to, to develop it. You have to be able to protect and show a chain of custody of evidence. Uh, there's a group of people called Certified Fraud Examiners, CFEs, and a group called the Institute of Internal Auditors that deals in these kinds of issues. So House Bill 117 is designed to give the Auditor General the fraud and forensic capability, and you must have subpoena power to be able to do it. So let me give you an example as it relates to the election of 2020. I have many people say we just need to go out and do a forensic investigation would happen or a fraud investigation would happen. And my position across the board has been is that there were a significant amount of irregularities and inconsistencies with the election of 2020. Uh, the Secretary of State's conduct, the executive branch's conduct, the Supreme Court's actions about invalidating major control provisions of Act 77, in my mind, specifically created an environment in which a properly conducted election almost was impossible to conduct. And a fraud and forensic investigation wouldn't have any impact on that. My preference would be would be to give the capability to the Auditor General to be able to have the subpoena power to be able to go back and say, was there any collusion? And, and again, I want to be very clear. I'm not asserting that there was because I don't know whether there was or not, and it would be irresponsible to do so. And But what a, a correct fraud and forensic investigation does is to determine did someone create the environment for which there might have been collusion to remove some of the controls on the conduct of an election, as an example? Was it done at the local level? Was it done at a countywide level? We found out during their work and the great work of the state government committee under Representative Seth Grove that we basically had 67 separately run elections under a fraud and forensic capability. That's a concern. And the work that I had done that some people in the press 
refused to look at the details. And I, I presume it was pr- because it was too many pages to go into detail and required extensive uh, analytics to go through. 48 of the counties didn't tie into the shore system as of February 15th. Now, that doesn't mean that there were votes that were illegally cast. It just basically means that if you wanted to do an audit of the system, you weren't able to be able to go through as the fraud and forensic investigator and be able to easily do that. So what I'm hoping that will happen with House Bill 117 will tie in with some of the other controls of of other bills that I've had passed in prior years, Uh, the uh, Act uh, 44 of 2017, which provided a requirement to report back to the Auditor General on any organizational changes that needed to be made, but that this will allow us to be able to do a full-scale fraud and forensic capability across the board from top to finish. Not only the actual, just as an example in the 2020 election, the ballot that was cast, but was there any collusion? Because, you see, Chuck, without knowing and without being able to determine was there any collusion, you'll never know the intent. Did someone make a mistake or did someone commit a crime? And there's a big difference between the two. So I'm hoping that with my bill that we can rally the support of the legislature uh, and the uh, governor's office to be able to get this signed into law so that we can have the type of capability and protections for the citizens of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania so that they so richly deserve so that for the elections going forward, we can have trust in those elections and the results despite the conduct and the inconsistencies that came out of the executive branch and the judicial branch of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania so we can restore integrity and faith and trust of the confidence of all citizens that their vote matters, their vote counted, and their voices were heard. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.